Welcome to the Coach's Edge podcast, and it's Triple T, Two-Tip Tuesday. I'm your host, Steve Kramer, and this is our, actually our first time trying this. So if you're new to the Coach's Edge, hey, you're jumping in at a perfect time, because as we go throughout the summer, we know everyone is super busy, and so we want to start hitting you throughout the June, July, even some of August months with two simple, quick hitter thoughts on how you can improve your players. This could range from a culture piece, player development piece, athletic development, and a handful of different areas as we go throughout the summer. And then we will have our longer interview form episode at the end of the week. And if you guys like it, great, we can keep it rolling. And if not, hey, we're not we're not stopping with the Coach's Edge podcast regardless. Uh, we've had a ton of growth this year and it's been a ton of fun to do. So first tip, on two tip Tuesday, triple T. If you guys think of a better name, be sure to let me know. Um, but as we as we dig into this, the first tip, I was talking with Coach Anthony Troshak. We're gonna do a little longer episode on many more aspects, but this is so important. I want to share it twice. As you get into June and your team is doing some one-day shootouts, some scrimmages, maybe some weekend team camps, you're playing a lot of games. I think that there's a ton of value in letting your players play at times without a whole lot of coaching. And I can tell you firsthand, I play for a really successful high school basketball coach, Mark Gainforth, and he did very little coaching for us in the offseason during the games. Right. And so we would scrimmage teams and they would have all their out of bounds plays in and they would have, you know, all their rotations as far as the different press or traps and everything that we were doing. And then on offense, they'd be running all their sets and all this different stuff. And Coach Gainforth would, you know, be like, hey, play hard on defense, rebound, push the basketball and transition and share the basketball offensively, you know, look, look to be aggressive, you know, play inside out, attack the basket. So even though there were times where other teams may have executed more specifically and had some success during the off season, we were gaining, I think, a much bigger advantage because our coach's focus was not on the execution of our strategy X's and O's. His focus was on our development individually and as a team. And so while other kids were, in my opinion, becoming a little more robotic in the off season, we were becoming high IQ basketball players because there wasn't a whole lot of instruction going on besides some of the general concepts that we wanted to have throughout the course of, you know, that off season, that summer, maybe there's a specific focus with the team camp that we were going into, maybe something that we needed to concentrate on more. Maybe it was, you know, getting the passing lanes, or maybe it was, you know, defensive rebounding at a higher level, uh, more post entries, whatever that might be. So, I think, I don't even, I think, I know we got more improvement out of our group than some of the other coaches who, in my opinion, were micromanaging, micro coaching their kids, didn't give them, they didn't give them the opportunity to really grow as a player. And that's what the off season's about. It's about improving your individual players taking a look at your players, seeing what they can do, seeing what their strengths and weaknesses are. And then that gives you an idea after summer basketball is over and even after summer basketball is going along to start to see 
okay, what are some of the plans that I have in place so that I can put our players and our team in a position to be successful when it matters most, most during the season? So that when we got into the season, we were able to play off one another. We had a lot of experience in just playing ourselves. And then when coach puts in some of the strategy, a quick hitter here and there, we were able to add that onto, in my opinion, a much stronger foundation because he didn't micromanage us during our scrimmage season. And I just think there's a lot of value in you doing that. You got to give up some control as a coach, but I think your players are going to benefit it more, benefit more. And you give the players on the team an opportunity to lead. You get the players more responsibility to communicate at a high level, to make decisions with one another because you've let them have the reins, them have more of the, the control. And in my opinion, that's going to give them the most opportunity to grow as they go throughout the summer. And I think it's going to be kind of fun, right, for you to be able to sit back and be able to evaluate. So that's the first tip on two tip Tuesday, right? Think about your coaching and what this June is going to look like and how you might be able to implement some of that during your scrimmages and your shootouts. Second one is a tiny, tiny tidbit on handling the basketball. When we go to all of our basketball camps, we have our ball handling clinics and our attack clinics, we talk about your hand being like a sponge. We talk about ball and hand time with the dribble and how if we have low ball and hand time, meaning the basketball is out of our hand for the majority of the dribble, we have to wait for the basketball to get back up into our hand before we can pass, drive, shoot. So if we can dribble the basketball in a way where we're extended through with our shoulder, with our elbow, with our wrist, through the floor, through the dribble, and then we have a low pickup with the basketball. So my receiving hand is low. As the basketball comes up, I can get the dribble quickly off of the floor. And then as I'm bringing the basketball up to whatever height I need it to be, maybe it's knees, maybe it's hips, maybe it's higher and I'm getting low. So it's almost at my shoulder, but I can immediately pass drive shoot because the basketball is in my hand already. I don't have to wait for the dribble to get into my hand. We got a good YouTube video breakdown on this on our Kramer basketball YouTube channel as well. So with our players, we emphasize high ball and hand time so that they're quicker making their dribble reads, pass, drive, shoot. And that's going to allow them to essentially play above their athletic set. It's going to allow them to protect the basketball at a higher level. And sure, there's going to be some dribbles that are lower ball and hand time, but generally that's in a situation where you're not being pressured, right? And you're not trying to make a breakdown dribble move to get by somebody. So there's a lot of benefit to doing that. A lot of the other benefits to that go along with the fact that in a game, you're really not just dribbling really, really low. And, and, you know, that's something we nipped in the butt. As soon as we started doing basketball camps, we didn't do a bunch of the tiny, tiny little baby dribbles. Um, you know, we'd do it as a tiny little bit of a warm up at times. Sometimes we don't do it at all just to get our hands warmed up. But in a game, you're not going to dribble the basketball down by your ankles, right? Or very rarely, I should say. I mean, there, there's, you never say never, right? There's times where maybe you're getting trapped and you just got to protect it real quick. You're probably just going to pick it up and pass it after that. You're not going to blow by anybody with an ankle high dribble. So we emphasize dribbling through higher with our dribble, more ball in hand time, 
soaking the basketball up with our receiving hand, whether that's the same hand going down and up with the ball, whether that's a crossover dribble or between legs dribble, behind the back dribble, having that receiving hand ready. And for our younger players, I say, hey, think of your receiving hand on the dribble like an ice cream scoop. So if I'm crossing over, my hand is almost ready. If I cross over right to left, my left hand is ready to almost scoop the basketball up and take it with me. Now remember, we can't put our hand underneath the ball, right? We can absolutely get our hand on the side and guide the basketball and soak it up as I go right to left. My hand is receiving the ball. My left hand's receiving the ball on the left side of the ball. And then I can bring it out as wide as I need to, to get into, you know, maybe my punch attack dribble. Maybe it's a cross back. Maybe it's a stationary dribble up and down or, or a back dribble to protect. But because we're receiving the basketball lower with high ball and hand time and then soaking the basketball up to a point that we want to get the basketball to, maybe it's putting it back down quickly. So that'd be a lower put down. Or maybe it's bringing the basketball with us to a certain location or higher. And we can do that as well. But we haven't had to wait on the bounce because we go and get it off the floor. And I'll do a demonstration to show our kids where I'll get down to my stance and I'll do a real wide crossover dribble. Right. And I say, okay, I got about a six, seven or so inch wingspan. Right. So I'll say, Hey, I got about a six, seven inch crossover right here, but there's really only a few inches where the basketball is not in one hand or the other, because I'm getting it right off of the floor. That's going to allow me to be able to make my dribble read right away. So those are our two tips on two tip Tuesday. If you find it beneficial, if you like it, you say, hey, this is not bad, not bad. You know, you're covering a couple of bases. You like this, then let me know and, and we'll keep doing it. At worst, we're going to at least try it for a couple months this summer. And then if you say, hey, Steve, bag two tip Tuesday sucks. Okay, then that's fine. Right. I'm, I'm humble enough that we can we can make a change, but we're going to give it a try for a little while because I know how busy all of our coaches are and you want some fun in the sun. You want to be out, you know, people golfing and doing, you know, whatever else that, that you might be, might be doing. So uh, enjoy your day. Um, I hope you guys are doing great. If there's anything I can do for you, let me know. And uh, as always get after today.